Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. All the way from Arizona, from Scary Zona. <laughs> from from, uh, from Phoenix. Are, are, you, are you in Phoenix? I am in Phoenix. I am in a beautiful, very expensive part of Phoenix that I will never be able to afford living in. Phoenix, scary. Well, if you're not living there, what are you doing? Robbing people? Is that is that why you're in Phoenix to commit grand um, larceny? Is that uh, yeah? You? I just flew down here and I found a house and I was like, this is my house now. Oh, uh, right no, on. I am. <laughs> I'm hanging out with the uncle who got. I mean, me that's into how the horror. Americans did it, isn't it? They, oh. they just came over here and they were like, well, this is our house now. Well, <laughs> got really deep immediately. I guess uh, well, I we'll talk about American I history really, for a really while. Real. <laughs> <laughs> got too real. That's too the real. true scare too from true. Arizona. Well, but yeah, we're no, I'm, done. I'm hanging out. Uh, I'm hanging out with the uncle who got me into horror and it's watching horror uncle movies. Jeff. Yeah, Uncle Jeff, and he gave me a lot of horror swag the second I walked in the door, so I'm having a great time. Yeah, uh, if you check out, uh, uh, I, I assume it's also on the Instagram, but uh, on the Facebook, yeah. Michelle put up some photos of some pretty rad stuff uh, that Uncle Jeff hooked her up with, uh, and uh, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, I am jealous as all get out about uh, <laughs> being out of far... I don't even care... That you're in Phoenix specifically. What I care about <laughs> is that you're not in fucking Fargo. I need to get out of this town for <laughs> at least a weekend sometime very soon. Uh, there was like COVID and then more COVID and then life and so much life. And I have been here way too long. So well, I hope you're Phoenix. enjoying yourself, Michelle. <laughs> I am. I am going to ask Jeff if I can film him uh, giving um, a tour of all of his horror items because this place is packed. Fabulous. Some cool stuff. Yeah. So all check right. out the social medias for that later because his collection is sweet. Sweet. So by anyway. the way, uh, if, if this is your first time checking out uh, We Watch Shudder, first of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, uh, We Watch Shudder. That's the whole point of the show. That's why we called it that. Shudder is a streaming service for uh, what we call horror and horror-adjacent cinema uh, owned by AMC Networks, and they put out a lot of cool stuff. And we're just a couple of subscribers, not affiliated with them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, we pay our six bucks a month to have access to all this grand content the same way any of you other regular old Joe Schmoes do. Uh, but... Uh, we talk about new, original, and exclusives when they don't have any new ones uh, for us to talk about. We go back and talk about other movies. Sometimes people make special requests, and we talk about those movies. And that's what we're doing today, is it not, Michelle? That is correct. All the way from Scarizona. From Today Scarizona. we are talking <laughs> about Gonjiam Haunted Asylum. Who made the request, Michelle? Who made this special Kyle. request? Kyle. Kyle on Instagram. I don't know if he would like us to use Kyle. the last name, so no, we're just going fine. with Kyle. Just in case, don't need anybody hitting Kyle up and being Kyle like, hey, you got Instagram. access to those those sweet uh, We Watch Shutter folks. I um, and <laughs> I, I had seen Gonjiam, and I knew 
knew that you or I figured you had not. I had not. So when when I got the message from Kyle, I got very excited to watch this. So that's uh, what well, we watched. Did, did you did you get uh, was was it excited to watch the movie or was it excited to make me watch the movie? It was a hundred percent fifty fifty. Fifty percent of each. <laughs> it was a, that's perfect. I'm gonna steal that. It was a hundred percent fifty Go for fifty. It. I like that. <laughs> yeah, so Gonjam Haunted Asylum. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> to start off with is a found footage horror movie, which we all know, uh, if you've been here for a while, uh is is not always uh JD's favorite kind of horror movie. There are some that I like. I'm not entirely opposed to the concept. It just doesn't often really work for me personally. And then also, uh, it's a Korean film, uh, which I have nothing against Korean films, but that means I, I got to watch it with subtitles, which also is fine, but it's really frustrating uh, because I have like weird uh, uh, focus issues, and I feel like if I'm reading subtitles a lot, I'm often missing some of the context. Uh, and then I might also be missing things that happen on the screen. Michelle just loves to torture me with things that make me anxious. Yeah. But we watched this movie. Michelle, uh, should we tell people what this movie is about? Is there a good non-spoilery description in any of the places where we look? There absolutely is one on IMDb. Uh, Shutter tends to give us too much information, so we're going with IMDb for this one. Would you like me to read the spoiler-free description oh, from IMDb? It, it would probably be a good idea if you read it on account of how I never learned my letters. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we all famously know that JD does not know how to read or at all. <laughs> or write. Or speak. How are we doing this? Anyway. Magic. Uh <laughs> AI. Uh, the crew of a horror web series travels to an abandoned asylum for a live broadcast. It soon encounters much more than expected as it moves deeper inside the nightmarish old building. Gonjum Haunted Asylum. Right on. Uh, also, I, I, before we, we get into anything, I, I think it is cool to point out immediately about this movie uh, that this is actually based on a real place. Uh, they, they talk in the movie about, like, CNN's seven scariest places in the world. That was a real thing that CNN did, and this is a real place that was on it. Uh, and so, uh, uh, with that in mind, uh, it does have some interesting things, uh, going on here. Uh, Michelle, uh, uh I'm just gonna, uh, tell you, uh, well, I, let's, do we want to build up the suspense, or should I just let everybody off the hook right away? Let's just call it on the air. I know exactly how you feel about this movie, I think. So go ahead and tell me. Uh, uh, this movie was all right. Uh, I didn't hate it. Uh, it was, uh, as found footage movies go, it does a few things that I actually really enjoyed. Uh, there's one thing in particular that this movie did that I'm pretty certain I've never seen in a found footage movie before. And when I finally saw it, I'm like, how the fuck did we make it to 2018 before somebody did this in a found footage movie? It's brilliant. Uh, there are bits of this movie that, uh, as found footage movies go, uh, there are parts of this uh, that I really enjoyed. Uh, as, as, as is the case with me sometimes, uh, I feel like it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a little too long, it's a little too slow in places, it does a little too much of the parts that, uh, of found footage that uh, really sort of separate me from a lot of it. Uh, definitely did not hate it uh, by any means. I'm going to give this one three out of five. 
That is exactly what I had written down as your score. <laughs> nice. I called it. Nice. Get out of my you... head. Also, <laughs> get out of my it. house. What are you doing here? Aren't you in? <laughs> Never mind. The, the whole Scarizona thing was an illusion. I uh... live here now. <laughs> anyway. Wow, we got uh, really weird on a, on a Tuesday. What is your guess for my score, JD? Uh, for Ganjam Haunted Asylum, uh, this seems right up your alley. I think you give this one a full five. Close. Okay. I give it a 4.75. Oh, really? See, now I have yes. to... This is a little peek behind the curtain on how JD's brain works, everybody. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm sitting over here. Oh, fuck you. You just went 4.75 because you knew I was going to guess 5 and you couldn't let me be right. Actually, no. I did not think that you would predict that I would think it was a five star because this would not rank higher than host and host let, was a 4.75. Let me have. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I forget the, the numbers actually mean something to you. Yeah. Everything is relative. <laughs> in my case, I did have to compare it to host. I do still That's feel fair. bad that I did not give host a five. Um, someday we'll do a host 2.0 and I will bump that score up because I did that one dirty and it was wrong just for five minutes of the movie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this movie is similar to host. There are some things that I didn't like. Uh, it just started out fairly slow, but when it picks up, oh boy, it picks up. Um, it's able to get around a lot of the things that people who uh, don't like found footage often complain about. Um, it does find a good way to find a good balance. It doesn't even really feel found footagey at certain parts. It's just Oh, we're going to talk angles. about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So I, I love this movie. I am going 4.75. It scared awesome. the shit out of me, and very few things do that these days. 4.75 and a 3 is a 7.75 total for a 3.625 average? 8.75. Fuck! I Terrible know. at math. That's okay. You did better than I would have. I forgot that 3.875 was a number. I wasn't even aware that was a number. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those are all numbers individually. Anyway, guys. uh, So I guess what we're saying here is uh, if you tend to enjoy found footage horror uh, and you haven't seen Ganjam Haunted Asylum, probably go see it before we spoil everything for you here. This is one you're probably going to enjoy. Uh, I'll point out right away that it has a 4 out of 5 skull average rating from all of the user reviews on Shudder. This is a well-enjoyed film, and, and for, for rightly so. And even if you're somebody who, again, like me, you're not completely against found footage, you're just real selective about the ones that you have and have not enjoyed... Uh, you may still want to give this one a look. It's uh, It's got some real interesting stuff going on at times that I thought was real clever and creative. So, uh, yeah. so now do we get to talk spoilers, Michelle? We do. So audience members, if you're still here... Thanks. Thanks so much for making 10 minutes in. Uh, yeah. If you want to go check this out, which if you haven't seen it, it is at least worth watching once because I think there are definitely things that you probably will enjoy, even if yep. you don't watch it overall there's a lot to appeal to a large variety of people and there will be some things that i have never seen in other horror movies so you probably (laughs) haven't either right uh so go check it out otherwise we're gonna go ahead and get into spoiler country spoiler country now hey guys uh did you come back did you go watch the movie what did you think guys uh i hope you you did get something positive out of it if you did go watch it michelle uh, you had yeah. seen this before uh, we came in. Oh, oh, oh I, I remembered. 
I almost forgot. We should probably give a quick summary of the plot for those people who decided they didn't want to watch this one. Absolutely. Yes, I'm getting better every week. You're doing such a good job. You remembered something. I'm so proud. <laughs> anyway, this guy, Hajun, he has a YouTube channel that I forgot the full name of. It was horror something. Um, and he decides to get a group of people together and they are going to go explore Gonjiam, the haunted asylum. Um, and so he sends six people in there. They are putting up surveillance cameras. They are wearing, I don't know what they're called, but they're the cameras where they point at both your face and outwardly so you can see. I don't know what you call those, but when you see them, you'll be like, yeah, those just, things. It was two separate GoPros, one pointing towards oh. their face and one pointing away from them. That's what it was. Okay. I did not realize that they were GoPros. I've just seen that in other things. But yeah, so you get to see their face and then see what they're looking at. Um, and so they're in there and some weird stuff's happening. And uh, then it turns out that two of the guys were hired by Hajun to basically make things creepy, make them staged. But they are reporting to Hajun that uh, these things are actually happening, that they're not behind it. So Hajun is sitting out in his little... Uh, tent off site so that he can watch all of this going on and he can you know edit it together in real time as they are broadcasting it to the internet um shit goes crazy uh, <laughs> uh there are you know i don't even really want to sum up what happens for people who uh didn't really watch it let's just say everybody disappears and there is uh, a lot of different reasons for that. They get drug off into the darkness a lot. Uh, they get attached to a wheelchair and then sent into a room that nobody else was able to open. Um, there's a portal of water on the ceiling. There's a lot of different weird things going on in this. But uh, everybody has a terrible, terribly uh, bad demise. The end. Yeah, that uh, that pretty much covers it. Uh, and, uh, you're, you're not wrong there, uh, in, in any way. You said something there, though, uh, where you didn't want to, uh, give away too much of what's going on here. Uh, fuck I that. do want to talk fuck about that. those moments. I just Whoa. don't want to sum it up. Oh, I, I see. don't know how okay. to say like, because I would be like, oh, obviously the part where this happens is one of the best things. No, because I was so just, yeah. I was just no, say, I do want to talk about. Yeah, those I was things. just going to say, oh well, that's fine. Uh, that's fine if that's how you want to uh, do no, this one. No, I have to I'm talk gonna, about that. I'm going to yeah. spoil fucking everything. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so. Uh, just to start kind of from the top, uh, uh, by the way, it's the horror times is the name of the, of their channel Thank you. and, uh, yeah. and they are the terror squad, the horror times terror yeah. squad. Uh, but, yeah. uh, no, uh, first of all, yeah, very interesting, uh, setup here. Uh, they, uh, these three ladies show up at this place. And then the three dudes from the show show up. And then the fourth dude who's there on his own shows up. Uh, and so you realize, I, I don't know, from that moment I was like, okay, so three of these seven people are the people from the, the, the podcast or the YouTube channel or whatever it is. Uh, and these other four, the three ladies and the other dude, are just random people from the public or whatever that they brought in to do this. There's going to be some shenanigans here. I know how ghost hunters and stuff works. I'm not a dummy. Uh, so there were parts of where this was going uh, I really saw coming. Uh, something they 
played up in the opening here, though, and this is part of actually something that frustrated me about this movie, is the dynamic uh, between uh, Ahyun, uh, the, uh, and I apologize, I'm going to brutalize these names. I, I, I'm not really familiar with uh, Korean pronunciations. I'm sorry. Uh, but Ahyun, the, the very uh, bookish uh, uh, innocent uh, of the the most innocent and bookish of the of the three young ladies, and uh, and Jae Yoon, uh, the the fourth guy who shows up, the like the number of times he says we should send her home in that first <laughs> like fifteen to twenty minutes, like it just felt like they were like putting that into your mind. Uh, to build to some like major callback or or payoff somewhere down the line, and no, it just <laughs> it was just there in that one scene, and then and then it, well, I guess she teases him a little bit later on when it turns out he might be a little bit more more timid and scare prone than maybe he's let on, but it, it, that that never played into any like it just kind of happened and then it was gone. I was a little disappointed about that. Well, I'm sorry that you were disappointed. I was not disappointed. I don't give a fuck about what happens for the first half hour of this movie. This but, movie, you, see, you can just skip a half hour in. I was, Screw I was it. Just, just watch say, from there. That's the point, Michelle. Why do we even watch? Why is the first half hour even here? Because you're not I think wrong. It, you said it some... definitely. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, it, it definitely builds that tension where you kind of start thinking this movie isn't going to be that extreme because they would be putting in scary parts. It kind of lulls you into a false sense of security. And I think that's why it works so well because, um, full disclosure, uh, the first time I started watching this, I, I'm in Phoenix, I'm relaxing, and I fell asleep. <laughs> um, but I'd seen it before. I was just, I was so comfortable. I am in my zone here. Uh, the first time I saw this movie ever, I actually watched it with my Uncle Jeff here in Phoenix so it felt very fiending, fitting that I would uh, be doing it again but the first night I fell asleep until the part where they hear that very loud door shutting yeah. in the asylum yeah. and I jol jolted awake and went, oh, oh. I was like okay guys I'm falling asleep I gotta okay good night yeah. but up until that point it's so calming and nothing is happening that I drifted off and from that point on shit is wacky well it's interesting you say that Michelle because uh, mm -hmm. one person's calming and uh, and uh Lulling you into a sense of false security is another person's boring as fuck. I'm not going to lie, guys. The first <laughs> Michelle said something in the spoiler free section that I'm going to repeat in a different from from a different perspective with a little bit of a different tone to it. What she uh -oh. said was uh, the movie is a little slow uh, and takes a little while to get going. Uh, but once it gets going, it really goes. And she's not wrong. This movie is boring as fuck for a long, for for too long i like I, I i there was there's so much nothing that happens except for that one little dynamic that they never paid off and i'm still upset about it that by the time they do i, I do want to talk about that door slam because that door slam scared the fuck out of the me the dog the cage of seven <laughs> baby rats sitting by my, by in my living room that door slam is what i mean as jump scares go they fucking earned it but they earned it in the most grueling way i i i, I just the the first half hour of this movie could be 5 minutes 
Um, but let so that's a, enough of that. I do agree with you. When this movie gets going, it does get fucking going. Tell me about some of your favorite moments once all the fucking shit starts to kick in. Absolutely. Uh, so I adore Charlotte. I love her so much. She is the one from America, I believe. So she speaks English and she just pops that into random conversations, which I laughed at all the time because imagine that I spoke French and I'd just be like, bonjour, and then keep going on. Like it's that cute little like bilingual thing she throws into stuff. And I just love Charlotte where she's like, yeah, and everybody else is speaking completely different language. I just I love Charlotte. I thought she was very uh, fun and lovable. So then when her shit gets wacky, um, it hit me a lot harder. Uh, first off, before I get to my favorite part of this movie, um, when they are trying to escape in the woods and suddenly the one girl gets possessed and her eyes go black and she does the blah, 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 blah thing like I I have heard from multiple people that that's terrifying to me. It's just silly. But it's also very unnerving. I don't know what to make of it. What did you feel about that? I I wouldn't call it scary. Like, to me, it wasn't like a jump scare or ah, like a scream. But yes, it's, I would describe it as creepy as fuck. Like, yeah. it's, it's this real, like, it very much takes advantage of the Uncanny Valley effect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because very clearly they've they've digitally manipulated the face to make the eyes bigger now on the face, and they're all just just shiny black pits all the way through, uh, and she's got that real almost digital jitter to her her her, her giggle. Uh, yeah, very unnerving and weird, and I it's one of those things where I'm like, nope, don't want to watch any more of that. Nope, thanks, that's okay. <laughs> you can take that off the screen anytime you like. That's uh, it's it's just it's creepy and unnerving, and it is one of my more one of my 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 more favorite parts of of the film. Absolutely, I think I enjoy it because up until that point, I don't think there's really been anything that like is outside of traditional ghost hauntings you know things moving door slamming you know all of that then that happens and you're like wait a minute so we're dealing with possession potentially and then suddenly charlotte is transported into a different room there's that bright light all of this stuff is happening so quickly and we're like oh this is not going to be a traditional just jump scare ghost movie. This is transcending everything else that we've seen in this kind of film, which does get me to my favorite scene. But, uh, well, before we oh, do that, sorry. You actually, yes. You, you did just mention something that I want to I want to get your perspective on. So, <gasps> yes. So we're talking about that sequence where uh, uh, the two ladies, Charlotte and uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember uh, which uh, which one. Was I don't the remember other one. either. Uh, but they uh, they take off from the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the place. Asylum. They're like we're we're piecing the fuck out. We've had enough of this shit. Uh, and out they go. Jihoon. That's the that's the other one. Uh, and they're uh, they're going out to leave the asylum and go back through the 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 woods or whatever to their base camp. And they get to that area where all that stuff from the floor of the lab is there in the woods. And that's when um, 
uh, Ji Hoon uh, turns into the the almost like mm-hmm. Momo face uh, crazy lady, uh, and then there's the bright light, and then uh, now we've got uh, Charlotte um, back at uh, uh, she just is suddenly like back in the asylum uh, in a weird mm-hmm. place she's never been before. Do you think, because this is the idea that hit me, and it's all based on uh, those factors, the stuff on the ground in the woods being from the lab, and then she just suddenly comes to in another part of the asylum. Do you think that Charlotte and Jihoon ever actually left the asylum? I did wonder that because with the stuff on the ground from the lab, which I had forgotten to mention, uh, that did lend to the theory that she had somehow in passing just remembered that or she was unconscious and came to in this room. Um, The reason that I I prefer to think that they were outside and then transported back in is just because that's more fucked up. Oh, that's it. I I don't know for sure. Which way I do think that there is absolutely a possibility that they never left, but it's just so much scarier if they did and somehow got put back in that I just went with that as my preferred theory. <laughs> right on. No, that, that that's fine. But yeah, I, I was I was just curious about that because you know you can see it both mm-hmm. ways. Uh, but I, so I I thought that was a, an interesting part of this. So go ahead, your favorite part yes. of the film. Yes, that is when Charlotte winds up in that room and she sees the, I think he's naked. Maybe he was wearing underwear. He was not wearing much clothes, if any. I don't remember. Just standing there in that creepy pose. And that is where the uh, thing that oh, makes this movie work. Not oh, just no. not just a Uh-oh. creepy pose, Michelle, but it, is it, he's cut in half. Right, like what? there's some sort, there's some sort of weird, like red, bloody gore line down the center of his body. I believe you. I think I was so freaked out that I did not look that close. So, like, I, I guess I, oh. I don't know if I would say he's cut in half. I tell you what, you keep talking about it. I'm gonna pull it up on uh-huh. the video here real quick and see what I can find out. Perfect. Yes, please do that. Um, Because either way, he creeped me out so much, I did not want to look directly at him. But that is where one of the techniques that this movie uses uh, really gets to shine and I think is used in the most effective manner. And that is these GoPros that are pointed directly at their face. That is something that found footage is lacking a lot. Usually you have the camera and it's being filmed from the perspective of the person who is scared. You don't get to see their reaction to what is going on watching Charlotte uh, the actress who played her did such a good job of being terrified and that constant uh, shifting between her perspective and her trying to look away from it to find the door and then looking back and has it moved and then we cut to see her face and the entire time we're watching her be terrified but we're like has it moved go back let us see you know it's not this unbroken shot that we usually get in found footage movies Um, and I think that's why that works so well for me is that person standing there in that room is such a just unnatural pose that's what a lot of this does it's not just a person standing there a lot of this movie is they found a way to take just the simplest thing and make it extra terrifying with those details um so that scene terrified me the first time i saw it 
Yeah, I uh, first of all, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, those uh, GoPro harnesses with the twin cameras, one shooting mm-hmm. directly at their face and the other showing you what they're looking at. First of all, uh, it's a brilliant uh, modern uh, technology uh, uh, application of one of the oldest tricks in the book. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock used to refer to it as, as the pure cinema technique. You show a person, you show the thing they're looking at, and then you show their reaction to it, right? And, and that mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. That is something that found footage has been missing for a long time is you're not able to seamlessly move in and out of uh, experience and, and, and facial reaction. And so, yeah, I did think that was a real clever thing here. Now, I did find, uh, I don't know if I would say he's cut completely in half, but he does have, at the very least, some sort of very significant wound all the mm-hmm. way down the center of his torso. Uh, yes, uh, I did remember a wound. I did not remember cut in half. Yeah, and I okay. don't think I, <laughs> I don't honestly think I was looking that closely because looking at that figure freaks me out. Well, and so I, 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 uh, I, I do. And the way it shuffles to the side. Ooh, yeah, yeah that, <laughs> it was very. Uh, very yeah. creepy, uh, very Ooh. effectively done. Uh, not mm-hmm. necessarily uh, uh, rewriting any uh, any books or anything. It's uh, but it's a uh, very effectively done and 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 real creepy. Um, my favorite. <laughs> it's and part of part of what is is wild about it to me is it's such a throwaway thing, but it's. Or not even throw away. It's 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 a very quick thing, but it's something I have never seen in a found footage movie before. And once it, it, it once he says the line that that brings it all together, it just hits me. I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. Why has nobody ever done that? It's the scene uh, where the dude in the tent uh, is rev- is reviewing some of the footage. Uh, I know exactly what you're about to and mention. All of a yep. sudden, there's a shot on the screen with a bunch of people in it, and he pauses it and he says, "Wait a minute." He's there and he's there and she's there and she's and, and runs through all their names and he says, "If they're all in the shot, who's fucking shooting the shot?" And I just, <gasps> what the fuck? He's 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 got a point. Uh, I just I thought that was such a brilliant reveal that something fucked up is going on here for real, like that moment uh, where Hajun has that revelation and the way he has that revelation. Uh, now uh, it uh, it then uh, again it's something that they uh, uh, they don't try to blend back in in any way and and create the idea, but it does now put this entire uh, sort of context over the entire film of once they're inside the asylum, uh, how much of what Hajun is seeing and what we're seeing is is being, like, how, how much of this has been manipulated? Like, I, I don't know. It's, uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed that moment so mm-hmm. much. I thought it was brilliant. And that does also tie into 
where it shows later that it was being manipulated because the broadcast had cut off for people who were watching it and very few people were watching it. It wasn't one million viewers. Right. It was less than a thousand and somehow this thing manipulated that connection to convince oh Ha Jun to go in. Okay, so I completely missed that missed with that? the numbers of viewers. <laughs> like, I remember that scene mm -hmm. where it all just cuts off. I didn't see the number. I didn't notice that. I just, I was like, oh, that's a weird little tag there. Because uh, as we're watching the movie, uh, it does just suddenly cut off. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and so I just took it as like, Oh, they just they just cut it off at random, and that's where it's gonna end, and they'll never say it. Like it, it'll just be over, and it was such a phony thing. I didn't catch mm -hmm. that with the numbers or anything. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah there there awesome. were like five hundred or six hundred people okay. watching it, yeah. and they're just like, wow. After they confessed that it was staged, they just cut it off. What a failure! So it wasn't even this huge broadcast like Hajun had thought it was. Uh -huh. um, Quick uh, fun trivia for people who might be interested in this thing, but Hajun was played by Wee Hajun. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. I really, truly care. But uh, Hajun uh, was also in Squid Game, which I know oh, that okay. everybody, um, you know, is such a huge fan of Squid Game. It was kind of one of those phenomenal things that everybody was talking about for a while. And he plays a huge part in that show. So if you have watched Squid Game, uh, then you have also seen uh, Hajun on that as well. Um, he also won a lot of awards for his role in this movie. Um, or at least I, I think he was nominated. He might not have won. And then the movie actually did win some awards for best editing, both of which feel very, very earned. <laughs> Right on. Yeah, this was... Uh, you yeah. know what, Michelle? Uh, in light of the fact that I completely missed out on that context uh, of the ending there, I do think that is a very clever ending, and I, I wish I had understood that. Uh, let's bump this up from a three to a three and a half uh, for me. Nice. I, I, I like that. I, uh, I totally missed that detail, uh, and... Uh, uh, yeah, because I'm actually just, uh, when you said that, I was like, wait, huh? And I pulled up Wikipedia here, <laughs> uh, and, uh, it says, yes, the epilogue shows that despite everyone's continued broadcast, the live stream had actually cut off after Sung Hoon admitted the stream was supposed to be scripted. The viewers, mm -hmm. uh, okay, uh, had get not gotten anywhere near one. Yeah, and see, that's what had confused me, is because I saw the subtitles saying something about... Uh, things just cutting off, uh, yep. but I, I didn't fully catch the, the specifics of what was happening there, and I definitely didn't see the view numbers. That is, uh, I, I like that a lot. That's, uh, uh, that's awesome. very clever. Yeah. I'm happy this got up to 4.125. I feel like 4 is a very good spot for this movie to yeah. be at. Um, it scared the shit out of me. I'm not scared very often. Found footage seems to be the only thing these days that can really cross that line. And this one didn't ter me, terrify me as much the second time. But the first time, I was very, very scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it, it yeah. definitely has its, uh, its moments here. Uh, uh, again... Uh, for me, uh, could have definitely been a, a, a bit shorter. Uh, we could have done without a whole lot of the stuff up front, but you're absolutely right. Uh, once this one gets going, uh, it gets going uh, pretty pretty significantly. So, uh, uh, Kyle, is that his name? Kyle, did I get it right? Yeah. Kyle, 
Kyle from Instagram. That's where he lives, actually. He lives in Instagram. Uh, kind of like the ghost from Gongium. Right. He's in Instagram and the right. and haunting. Instagram. What if our app, metrics, yes. our metrics for how many uh, podcast listeners we have, what if he's manipulating them and it's actually not as high as we think it is? And it's just trying to trick us into going, I don't know, to Instagram. Where physically would we go? <laughs> God damn it, Michelle. Now I... Now you're going to be thinking that you're like, God damn it, Kyle, you're manipulating our numbers. <laughs> is any of and this you can't real? make them look higher. None is of this of is this real. real. Is the dog Life real? Life is an illusion. Life is a simulation. Oh Wake up from the coma. Your family misses you. That's one of my biggest fears. Truly it is. Oh. And I probably should not admit that to so, a wide range of people. But I'm, I'm so glad that you used the word coma because you sparked a memory of a, of a very uh, just a passing moment in this uh, that I'm sure is is just uh, a, a curious moment in the translation uh, for the subtitles. Uh, but there's a, a moment when one of, uh, you know, they're in the asylum and they're doing their lines and everything, telling the story of the place. And one of them lists uh, three different outcomes uh, that everyone who has tried to go into room 402 has, and, and it's uh, uh, the three different things are, and, and what got to me uh, about it was they were in this order, uh, freakish suicides, <laughs> fallen into comas, or died in accidents. <laughs> like, you'd think they would build up the, the, the like, maybe just, uh, freakish suicides. <laughs> also, some of them went into comas. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. That, I do it just like that. struck me as, as hilarious. Uh, and uh, I just realizing now that maybe I was the only one in the world who was going to think that was funny. And I just maybe had a cool story bro moment. It's okay, Michelle. I'll be fine. It's okay. In this simulation, <laughs> I think that you are hilarious. Uh, I am living in the computer and I am increasing the metrics on our listeners, um, which honestly, like I would put it in the millions if oh. it was me in the computer, obviously. I love that I keep <laughs> having memories of this. Uh, this oh movie, my God, I just need to keep talking and making that happen. <laughs> this movie does have, again, just a, a moment that I really appreciated. One of the greatest uh, horror pratfalls I've ever seen. I don't remember which one of them is, but there's that scene where the one dude is like running. And it's kind of an overhead-ish camera, and the dude's running down a hallway towards a door at the end of the hallway, oh, and the yeah. door slams shut just as he gets there, and he face plants right into the fucking thing. It's not supposed <laughs> to be funny, but I laugh so fucking. <laughs> are you okay jd i'm good it was just i loved it i thought it was <laughs> so dumb but it was fantastically well done I was like, holy shit look at it was great it was great it it sure was uh, uh, way too damn well, much I'd... of this movie up front but it's a lot of fun on the back end <laughs> yeah i i think uh that's basically everything i have to say about yeah, it for sure um, uh, guys it's um, very fun uh, yeah and i again if you uh maybe you were foolish enough to let us spoil all of that for you maybe go back and watch it anyway if you think it sounded like a good time maybe you'll still be able to enjoy it knowing everything that's going on uh, but, uh, 
Yeah, I uh, I think I'm also very satisfied that we were able to get that up to an aggregate for uh four point whatever uh skulls. It was uh, it was definitely a lot better. I I had a lot more fun with this than I thought I was going to. So I want to make it clear that even though I'm saying that for me personally, a good chunk of this movie was kind of boring. My overall experience is still very, very fun. It's a good time. I think you should see it. It makes up for it. Woohoo! I made up and for my shortcomings. Take uh, that, 40 karma. <laughs> <laughs> 40 minutes into this is probably a bad time to mention that. I really hope the audio from this episode is good enough to be released. Why? Oh, because I put my podcast equipment in my suitcase and my microphone oh. makes a fun <laughs> rattling noise. And if we just recorded this whole thing for 40 minutes and then we find out that my audio Oh, it's work, going uh, out rattling noises or not, Michelle. I know. So I'm so sorry out. if you made it through the whole thing and it's awful. Thanks, TSA. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, TSA be didn't on a no put fly your list. podcasting gear in your bag. I thought it would be safe. It was it was wrapped. Um, everything survived except for my I'm microphone. I'm sure it's so. going to be fine, Michelle. I hope so. Uh, I'm just so an anxious human. <laughs> so uh, uh, what do we got coming up next week here on the pod? I don't know how to pronounce it yet, but I believe we have Husera, Husera the Bone Woman. Okay, yes, yes, that uh, that yeah. sounds about right. Uh, I, that reminds me, I need to update that website. The website, by the way, is wewatchshutter.com. Uh, as soon as we're done Good recording segue. here, I'm going to go uh, uh, update the schedule of upcoming episodes at least through the end of May. Uh, and uh, you can check that out. It's got uh, a variety of fun things on there. Always our latest episodes, a schedule of upcoming things. We have the Ghoul blog where Michelle and I occasionally post things. Side note, by the way, uh, keep your eyes on the Ghoul blog. I'm going to be making a, a post up there. Uh, about some thoughts about the new Evil Dead film, Evil Dead Rise, and also just some general thoughts uh, about the franchise as a horror fan. Uh, and uh, that'll be going up uh, hopefully later this week. We have the uh, the Squelch Files, if you know anything about this show. Uh, we, I have... Well, a Michelle is, is has a lot of problems. Is is if you know if you know anything about this show? I do. I had to explain it to my uncle yesterday when I went. Ooh, that movie has a lot of squelches. And it's he went, so squelchy. What does that mean? And I went. First off, you don't listen to my podcast. Thanks for that. Uh, but secondly, <laughs> uh, that's Busted. just my collection of any subtitle that says squelching, squelches, squelched. And um, there are a lot of those out there. And I have made it my goal to find all of them and put it on our website. And the other day I was watching a movie that I was enjoying, but I kept having to pause and go back to get the squelching subtitles. There were 12 total in that movie. And it kind of made me hate my obsession with doing this because I just wanted to watch the movie. It was fun, but it just kept squelching. How many total uh, uh, freeze frame images of squelches in the subtitles of movies and shows do we currently have up on the website, Michelle? Currently on the website, somewhere around 490. I do have around 40 saved to my computer, and this does not count my list of ones that I haven't been able to get a good enough screenshot to upload, and there are about 100 of those. But okay. I do have them on a list. So check out those numbers and understand, guys, how this started. <laughs> 
is I sent Michelle mm-hmm. one screen grab. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the movie was because it was just a completely black screen. You couldn't in the movie at that moment see anything. Uh, there was audio happening, and on the screen, it's just a black screen with a subtitle that says squelching. From that image, I have that created image. a monster. <laughs> that image, it's a, that word. That, 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 well, that, that image is the reason that when I was shopping for a way to uh, put these all on the website, that took weeks, by the way, to figure that out and an indexing system. But I did have to create tags so that people can see similar types of squelching subtitles, like ones that are prime time, meaning that a lot of people have probably seen that movie or TV show. But there is a category where you can click it and it says invisible squelches. And that's ones where you can't see anything. It's just a black screen or just a white screen or whatever it may be. So there are invisible squelches because of that image. <laughs> What have I done? I have never, I have never claimed to be sane. I have actually done the opposite. So anyway, I have can, always been open about you, it. You can find that on <laughs> wewatchshutter.com. There are some people right now who are like, Jesus, we've heard this story 15 fucking times. How many times are they going to tell it? As many as we want to. Deal with it. I'm just kidding. Uh, so check as that many out. as it takes for you to go look at them <laughs> and send me a message and tell me I did a good job. That's all I need. <laughs> you can send her that message, by the way, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Another uh, TikTok, nice segue. Uh, all Ooh. of those social medias. You can find us just at We Watch Shutter. It's real easy to find us, guys. If you still do the email thing with any regularity, uh, you can get us mail at wewatchshutter.com. Thank you all so much for putting up with our absurdity week after week. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, Husera, the bone woman, next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think- I would, before we close, I do need to let them know the other contact method that oh, you omitted she's mentioning. She's going to let you know. It's just one more. I know you always forget this in our episodes, but if you stand outside on a windy night when the moon is full and face towards the south, if you whisper our names, we will show up. So that is the other way that you can contact us. Say good night, Michelle. Good night, Michelle.